0: hey everybody welcome back to every horror movie on netflix i'm patrick back here with steven hey and chris
1: hi how you doing I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. It was a. Retro- it was a. It wasn't like that kind of question.
0: Oh well, fuck you too. Right. And we are also here today with our guest, first time guest, Bill. Hi, Bill.
2: Howdy. Hi, Bill. Hi.
0: Bill gave us his his go ahead before the show to introduce him as our pop culture daddy. Yeah. Uh, which. Uh, I've known you for a long time, Bill, and you've introduced me to a lot of the great pop culture shit in my life. And and really, I'm just saying all this, so this to give you an my, this opening. This is all my fault. <laughs> yeah, to give you an opening to explain why the fuck you decided to come here today.
3: Uh, I was asked. Yeah. Somebody, like, somebody, somebody canceled, right? Yeah, I think. Like a good vampire, he waited for the invitation.
2: Yes. Ooh. <laughs>
3: yeah so do you uh, we watched uh, so i think our listeners anybody's been keeping up knows that we have these weekly spook nights for a while and we're kind of doing it mm. on and off bill finally attended one for stuart gordon's <laughs> masterpiece from beyond right so you've at least got some interest in the correct. horror genre well of course
0: well and bill also contributed his blu-ray of the car the to car. that movie night as well yeah which i feel like should explain a few things to people about your taste but
3: that Let's... you're a pervert and you like a good automobile. <laughs> nice clean machine to drive around town.
2: The old drive in days, I'm old school. All right. I told you guys that night I mm-hmm. saw the car at one of Monroe's former drive ins when I was very, very young. You saw um, the car in a car. In a car. Yes. Meta. Surrounded by other cars. Uh listening Incredible. to the Listening to the cars. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had pretty much been, seen it all by then but this so. was just
3: what you needed Ooh to get mm-hmm. back into the horror genre
2: how right? long is this? Mm-hmm. how long are we going to trade off on this?
0: <laughs> um but, yeah, so, I mean, we we figured... Let's go! <laughs> we figured that we would save, uh, you know, just one of the real gems of the Netflix horror catalog I, I, for our pop culture I, daddy. Uh,
2: that was my terms of engagement to do this, actually. Yeah. As I you rege- said, I, I want rejected. nothing but the best. I rejected how many... 49, 50, mm-hmm. seven, yeah. something 60. like that. How many episodes
0: like, have we had now? <clears throat> too many. Yeah, too like, many. This, this is He's, rege- He's rejected our invitation <laughs> no. too many times. This is like. our
2: last one. <laughs> Gimme Paul W.S. Or I'm not doing it.
0: <laughs> I called you <laughs> so. up. I said we're doing Resident Evil Afterlife. Please, Bill, will you finally come on the show? Please say yes and you're like I'm in.
2: I said only if somebody tells me what the WS stands for.
0: Oh god. I don't know. Did anybody Wesley- do the research on that? Will Smith. does, does Mila even know?
3: Wesley Stays. Wide Wesley s-
2: Snipes. Wide screen. Mm. All <laughs> <Paul>, wide screen. <laughs> wide stands Anderson.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! B- Brian, tracking shot diploma. <laughs> what if every director, oh. every famous director, had like a, a, a nickname that was like part of like it was like a guild requirement yeah. <laughs> they put it on the screen it's Like baseball
2: players.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> well, folks, you may have uh, figured it out by now, but yes, we watched Resident Evil Afterlife. Why this week?
1: Yeah. yeah. Who picked it?
0: I picked <clears> it. <throat> I will take responsibility for that, uh, and primarily I picked it because I have a belief in continuing to watch the, the shitty stuff on Netflix as well as the good stuff. You know, we have the opportunity now to pick whatever movie we want, and I like to make sure that we're still digging into some of the uh, the more off-the-beaten-path and, and the getting into the dreck a little more, and this one in particular interested me because I've been playing Resident Evil 4 for the last few months at Chris's behest. Yeah. I actually finished it just last night. Yeah. Fun times, good times, has absolutely fucking nothing to do with this movie. So no. really, completely irrelevant. No,
1: um, I, I have two things to disclose. One is, as you can tell, I'm I'm getting over an illness, so my voice is terrible. Is it T virus? It might be. <laughs> it might be the T virus. Um, actually, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was perfectly like I took a sip of water, and you just perfectly timed that. I almost just spit took on my so
3: so. Pretty soon, you're going to be indestructible and have a seemingly unending number of clones. I'm going
1: to give myself more <laughs> and more T-Virus until I become something new entirely. All right. All right. Well, um, great. Well, I'm, glad, I'm
3: glad to hear you. here's my, What's your second my, thing to my say
0: about My second about this? thing
1: to disclose is I told you last time that I had only seen the first Resident Evil movie, All right. but I was curious to see the others. So not only did I watch Resident Evil Afterlife, but I watched the other two movies that I had not seen. So, oh, so I like
0: since last episode. Yeah, so I watched oh, wow. Resident
1: Evil Apocalypse, which is Resident Evil Two. I watched Resident Evil Extinction, which was Resident Evil Three, and now this one. Wow. Wait,
0: okay, can, doing the homework. Can
3: I say that every subtitle of a Resident Evil movie I've heard of is redundant? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm just well, glad that, that I could get that out there.
1: Once, once you have the T virus annihilate all life on Earth, which happens in between the second and third movie. There's only so much you can iterate on. Extinction, extinction, the apocalypse, the apocalypse, afterlife, 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 annihilation, retribution, whatever. So,
0: and I think this is a good moment to explain just how much context we have on this fucking franchise. So you've actually seen all the preceding movies, Chris, Steven, you said you saw the first one. I, think, I saw in theaters? the first yeah. one in theaters. Yeah. yeah. I have never seen any of them other than this one and Bill.
2: I think I saw the first one in the theater.
0: Yeah.
3: All I remember is, um, like a laser trap in the first one. Yes. That's the only scene I recall. Yes.
1: Which, which Patrick knows cause that was, uh, yes. Referenced in resident evil Four. uh, ah, okay. the laser or
0: hallway. the movie, I assume mm. re- referenced resident evil Four. I think the,
1: I think the movie came first. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, what do, do do we have familiarity with the games at the table? Because I'm I'm more or less familiar with the games, not to a high degree, but
0: Have you played other ones besides 4?
1: I've played most of Resident Evil 1. I had a roommate who played Resident Evil 2 and I watched most of it. I've played 4, I've played 5. That's about it. Mm. But I'm familiar with the tropes and the characters and the scenarios from the games. Uh, I tried to
3: play two. I remember when it came out, and like my gamer friends were like, This is the most terrifying thing ever. And I couldn't figure out the mechanics of it. Like, I couldn't get past the first scene. Very hard to control. Yeah, because it's Mm. like. It's like third-person static camera, from Mm -hmm. what I remember. So, Mm. like, you have to... And I don't have any sense of, like, spatial reasoning whatsoever, so I was set up to fail.
1: The the environments were pre-rendered for the early games, Mm. so you'd have a really good-looking police station or something, but it would be a fixed camera, and you could use your controls to, like, turn your character and move your character forward. Yeah. Mm. But that was like you go left you don't go rough on the screen you go you turn left relative to where the character is looking mm. and so it's very hard to control
0: mm.
1: very but it also adds to the like survival horror element but also the horror comes from not be, being scared that you can't run away because you can't control the damn game mm. so bill so the, did you ever so play the,
2: the camera work in this movie is an homage to the game yeah, you were and just
1: Sometimes describing. they do this. Sometimes they <laughs> have a, the fixed camera angles in these Resident Evil movies that kind of throw back to that. Do you <laughs> think that's on purpose? Um, in, a, in the earlier movies, it's certainly on purpose in a couple okay. occasions. But Wow. But, um, Interesting. Did, have, did you ever play the games, Bill? No. No? Okay.
0: Well, great. Now that we have that uh, the everyone's context for the movie covered, perfect juncture for me to say as someone who's never watched any of the movies, I feel like this was perfect like i didn't feel like i had missed anything like there was i was you know uh, <laughs> so much i mean probably too much exposition if you have seen the previous movies but as someone who had no context for it i felt like i had missed nothing
1: okay so my big curiosity I was confused by nothing i was yeah i was clearly obviously confused by nothing because i had watched the movies but i was when this movie opened with all the alice clones i was like i do not know if anyone's gonna know what the hell is going on after yeah. I initiate. So, how did you read I that? I didn't, I didn't care. I, I yeah. just accepted <laughs> that's
3: how, it. That's how I got through So,
0: it. and I mean, I guess we should set up the plot. So, uh, there's an underground headquarters for the Umbrella Corporation mm-hmm. in Tokyo. Yep. Alice, played by Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. We put a lot of work into uh, researching how to pronounce this name before the Mila. episode. Mila? Jovovich. Okay. Uh, shows up. Her character's name is Alice and uh she fucking lays waste to the umbrella company's umbrella corporation's headquarters with all of a sudden a bunch of clones of hers and that okay yes granted that was not explained but i just rolled with it i was like okay fine fucking she has clones why not? yeah why not exactly this was maybe my favorite part of the movie this opening sequence which kind of plays like a music video
2: it's or a video game
0: or a video game yeah exactly it's just like 15 minutes of insane ass
3: Carnage. I was laughing out loud the entire time. I was chuckling as well. Because it's just so fucking insanely over the top and mm-hmm. terribly rendered. Mm-hmm. It's clearly like part of the generation of, of uh, <clears throat> early Matrix knockoffs. Yeah,
2: sub, sub-Matrix. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Um, one thing I wish I had known, and I just want to get this out of the way before I started the film, I didn't know until afterward that it was shot in 3D. Oh, yeah. Usually oh, yeah. Using, right. using a camera that camera technique that James Cameron developed Mm -hmm. for Avatar. Can't say he did nothing for cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking Um, of that. I'm still yet to figure out where James Cameron and cinema meet ways, but... (laughs)
0: Oh, shots fired.
3: Um, If only there were Avatar
2: sequels to look forward to. (laughs) If
3: only. If only there was a way that one could uh, earnestly look forward to them. They'll be here eventually. I'm
1: excited. I'm okay. I'm unironically excited for anything James Cameron does. So screw you guys. So so here here's the deal with the clones, and this is why I did. Oh, not yeah. explain like, this. To this us. is why I did not like the opening of this movie in Resident Evil Extinction, which is three. Yes. So basically, in the first two Resident Evil movies, Alice gets captured in each of the movies and experimented on by the Umbrella Corporation and given different amounts of T-virus and they're trying to basically make uh, super soldiers, biological weapons and all that stuff.
0: And she starts as an experiment, right? I, in the first I think movie? that's
1: kind of left ambiguous. Oh, okay. I think she's... Uh, my memory is she's just kind of security personnel or something oh, or a researcher. Okay. But she wakes up with amnesia in the first movie, so... All right, by the way guys, side note, Resident Evil Apocalypse, number 2, one of the most entertaining action movies I've ever seen in my really?
2: life. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's on uh, HBO so you can you can stream it off HBO if I, you, I you want to. I don't think I to. will actually. All I'm, right, well I'll I'm t- curious. I'll tell you about it later cuz it's 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 amazing.
0: No, I like right now give us the fucking like 15 second or 30 second elevator pitch for Resident Evil whatever the fuck it's called too.
1: Uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse um it, it's basically just a zombie movie that takes place in a in a city with a population that's like still on its way out. So it's it's basically the most conventional zombie movie of the franchise that's not that compelling in itself but the way the action is and the kind of tongue-in-cheekness of it and the humor that's in it and there's a subplot and the ultimate villain of the movie it has such a campy emotional resonance that i i I loved it Mm. (laughs) all right i'm curious um Anyway. I have
0: HBO. I'll watch that shit. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anyways, explain the fucking clones. Extinction,
1: to us. though, wasn't that good. In Extinction, the Umbrella Corporation has, uh, since they recaptured Alice in the second movie, they've cloned her dozens and dozens and hundreds of times. And they are running the new Alice clones through, like, a proving ground. And they're just getting killed by zombies and killed by traps over and over and over again. And so at the end. Alice and her friends arrive at the umbrella headquarters in the desert in the US and she sees like all the discarded corpses of herself like in a trench in like a mass grave. It's a very good image, very good moment. And then she goes down and like basically at the end she frees all her clones Mm. and she's gonna go to the umbrella corporation in Tokyo and fuck them all up with her clones. Sick. Sick. And then it happens. And then it happens. But what bothered me was that she had some compassion for her clones in that movie and then to just have her use them as cannon fodder and then they all get blown up and she's completely unaffected by it. Uh,
0: Um, didn't, Didn't honor the legacy of Resident Evil...
1: Extinction. Extinction. (laughs) Yeah. So I did not like that. But it's also a good way because the problem is Alice had gotten to the point where she was too OP. She could do anything. She had, not only did she have incredible physical powers, but she even had psychic powers in Resident Evil Extinction. Psychic powers? And so you can't have 200 protagonists who are unstoppable in a movie. So you got to nuke them all. You got to give Alice the shot that makes her human again. And now there's, you know better stakes i wish she had been more badass though i wish they still kept but she's still bad she's always going to be badass and that's the premise of the whole franchise and that's why it's a great franchise we got balls to the wall action zombies heads exploding just fronted by the most badass woman you've ever seen in your in the world
0: i i feel like we have a bona fide like resident evil franchise fan over here
1: i plan to watch the rest of them I don't Which think is I'll what, rewatch.
0: But two more. I think there's this? two more. The maybe last three came more. out
3: in 2017. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Re- surprisingly recently. I yeah. think of this as like an older franchise, but mm-hmm. it just wrapped up. Yeah. So yeah, there's this badass prologue alice fucking wastes the umbrella corporation headquarters umbrella corporation has been experimenting on people with this t-virus thing that's turned i guess the world population into zombies i guess that's the backstory it was enough for me wesker the evil head of the corporation shoots her up with a thing on his way out that takes the t-virus out of her so she doesn't have her special powers anymore that's the setup for the movie am i right yeah <clears throat>
3: Yeah. yeah. Is it shortly thereafter that they crashed the plane into the mountain? Yeah, yes. immediately after. How, mm-hmm. if she's human now, how does she survive that?
1: <laughs> Great um, question. Because the, the some of the T-virus was still in her system. It was decaying the T-virus inside her when she got the shot, but
3: that was only 10 seconds before she... I don't know. She just I mean, I also... <laughs> I mean, they, they hit this... Mu- how they just hit a mountain? I don't know. Seems like even if there's nobody piloting it, it seems like it could be pretty easy to avoid, just like by accident. But yeah. they crash into it at like five thousand miles an hour, and she yeah. just gets right up out of it. But head you don't understand there's this no is this
1: plane was designed by the most sophisticated weapons program.
3: She flies but... through the windshield of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I mean, I I'm, I'm picking nits here.
0: I mean, I also don't understand how this virus that. Causes most people to turn into zombies. cause this one woman to turn into a superhuman. Ne-
1: but. Neither does anybody. Neither does the Umbrella Corporation. That's why they keep abducting her to study on her further, okay, and they're trying to the replicate idea. it. Yeah.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Yeah. I mean, the T virus started off as they were trying to make a. I, I don't know if it started off as a bio weapon or if they were trying to make a super soldier.
3: One of the. Two. I was going to ask. So they fucked up, and they ended up making. But there was an instead. accident.
1: There was an okay. accident. They didn't mean to turn the whole world population into zombies. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, Alice sets out in search of this place called Acadia, which is supposed to be the, the, the safe zone, the final like stronghold yes. for humanity, uh, which is some undisclosed location. Well, it's been disclosed to some people, but it's a secret location on the Canadian coast somewhere. We get the idea. She pilots a biplane out there. She gives us lots of very useful exposition, speaking to herself on a video recording for... God knows who on the way there for us, for me, for you. It was very, uh, this
3: movie is a video game. It is not a video game adaptation. It's a video game, except you don't have a controller. (laughs) Well, I would,
0: uh, yes, I would, I would would
3: compare it to a comic
0: book. It feels like you picked, I picked this comic book up off the fucking spinner rack at the store. I don't need any foreknowledge of the story. It's all in there and it's not, necessarily great storytelling but it's like an entertaining little fucking iv drip it's a shot of entertainment to me you know it just gave me that vibe of like an old school comic book like they're going to explain everything to you in case you didn't happen to get the last issue
3: well, I mean not not just as far as like the exposition, the way that story details are delivered, but in the action as well. Like it felt like I was just watching someone play a video game mm. for ninety minutes. Yeah. Mm. Well, f- uh, this
1: movie came out shortly after Resident Evil five came out and okay. I did play Resident Evil five, I remember none of it, but apparently there are actual lines of dialogue and action scenes taken out of Resident Evil Five, adapted very literally
2: into this movie hmm. the, the brother and sister are the main characters in the video games right or some of the video games some of the games is alice, yeah. alice? yes is is alice in the video no games? Alice, alice is, is the the character.
1: and 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 okay. the original movie was um designed to have nothing in common with the games other than the
3: concept i guess it's similar to the final fantasy movie <clears throat> As well, right? I haven't seen that. You haven't oh, seen that. No. Okay.
0: Well, and the games shift protagonists a lot, from what right. I've heard. Like, right. I mean, there are some shared protagonists among the games, but for the most part, like it's somebody new every game.
1: Um, you're not wrong, but yeah. I mean, after I think Resident Evil Four, they or actually I think after Resident Evil Two or Three, they kind of stick with the same core cast, but yeah. they rotate in. Like the, the the guy who's in Resident Evil Four, Leon. Is, Leon is also in Resident Evil Two. Mm. um chris redfield but the I movie think. yeah but the game the game yeah We're talking about games here yeah chris redfield who appears in this movie i think is the protagonist of resident evil 1 and comes back in resident evil 5 and i mean know, long things like that long like story
0: that. short having played resident evil 4 i did not recognize any characters in this movie. right like nothing
1: right and, and really, the characters that are in the movie are there kind of as Easter eggs for people who've played the games. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways. That's not important.
0: We get to Acadia. There's nothing fucking there.
1: Nothing there but great cinematography.
0: Yeah. Would you describe that as great cinematography?
1: Oh, I would. Foggy, foggy weather, rainy weather, Uh, antique planes lined up as far as the eye can see with dew on them. Bright red plane. Mila Yovovich coming out with like a bomber jacket, looking around like thigh uh, thigh high like like wool stockings.
3: Oh, you know, well, since I'm, you're mentioning the stockings, we should talk about the costumes in this movie. I'm starting to smell
0: an early view it with prejudice over here. Right? <laughs> I, say, and I can't yeah, wait I till we Kristen get to the review. Happy. I think Are, Chris yeah. needs a moment.
3: <laughs> Steven br- costumes. Briefly, costumes in this movie by Denise Cronenberg, David Cronenberg. sister. I wondered about yeah. that.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess I did notice that name in the credits. And yeah, I think I,
3: this movie is like partially funded by the Canadian government. Oh, that
0: would make would sense. Which would make
3: total sense, yeah. Huh. Anyway, just a, the, little the, second, a
0: little bit of trivia for The me. costume is not really of note, other than the fact that they're made by David Cronenberg's wife. But. Oh, they're
3: pretty striking. I mean, Jovovich's costume is pretty uh, iconic, I would say, even at this point. Right?
1: Um, she wears a lot of different costumes in the movies. She looks like a badass in all of them. Okay. But,
0: and you know what? This, I mean, I've seen... What have I seen her in? She's in, uh, she's in fucking Days and Confused, isn't she?
3: Yeah. Oh, Yeah.
0: And I don't even know what else I've seen her in. This is certainly the, the first Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Uh, yeah. This is the first like leading role. I feel like I've seen her in, and
3: she's great. She should run, Lola run. No, she's something. great. You know, no. that's not her. Oh, okay. Whoops,
0: that's not her. <laughs> different, different woman with a European name. <laughs> different badass. Maybe with a European the name. red hair threw me off. Yeah. Oh, I'm
3: just remembering the cover of it, in which her face is blurry. So yeah. yeah. All right, whatever. Let's move on. Yeah, um,
1: she's she's a really good actress in these movies. I'm not gonna say she's a very good actress, full stop, <laughs> but because I don't know. But she certainly has more than enough range to do what she needs to do in these movies, which is usually be badass, be angry, be upset at times, be worried, be funny, deliver some one liners now and then. Um, oh my god, her she's one-liners great. One liners
3: are so lame in this. In thing. this one, they were, yeah. I don't know if the, and the I don't think the problem is her delivery it's just like garbage like you wouldn't treat a woman that way that was bad or that like, was bad I think she says that's no way to treat a woman twice yeah in this
0: I don't even remember that now oh my god I don't, <laughs> anyway. yeah. Written and directed by Paul W.S., I believe. And it believe. shows. Paul so whoever 100%. wins,
3: we lose. <laughs> well, let's talk about
1: Paul W.S. Um, because your husband, isn't it? Um, yeah. And that that's one of the reasons I love this franchise. I, I mean, I'll say I love this franchise, I guess. I do now. <laughs> I guess this is my identity. Um,
0: <laughs> I love that you love it. Oh, my God. But,
1: um, I mean, you know, I always talk about how I am interfacing with the filmmakers and stuff when I make this. Yeah. And, and so, the first Resident Evil movie... It's a fun romp. It's fine. James Cameron, speaking of James Cameron, says it's um his like go to guilty pleasure movie. Really? The original Resident Evil movie. Wow. And I like it. It's fun. It's fine. Um Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who you know doesn't have a great track record, but he also made Event Horizon, which is one of my favorite horror mm-hmm. movies. Um, so he's good. But here we got a guy, um, and and really it's, this is the dream. He he took a break from directing for two and three for Resident Evil, but he still produced. And then this marks his return, and he did the rest of the series. But I'm like, isn't this the dream to 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 make a living making these? these shitty like zombie action movies and then like you happen Are you a
3: fan of the franchise or not? <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> Shit or get off the And you, you know, you happen to like fall He's in love He's a
3: fan. He's definitely a but fan. But they're shitty.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um Sorry. but you you happen to fall in love with the star of the movies and then you just spend the next like 20 years of your life just making action movies with Bay who you marry and also happens to be literally the most beautiful woman in the world. Isn't that everyone's dream? It's like
3: John Cassavetes and Gina Rollins, except I don't know if it's more or less depressing.
1: Dude, I love it. I
0: love this interpretation. Yeah. Fully it's a, did, they, wait, did, did, did
3: they meet on Resident Evil? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's amazing. Dream, I want where I dreams wanna, come true. I want a movie about their story. Yeah, I want the Paul and Mila story. Right,
1: and it's like, and now it's like, yeah, we're just gonna make movies together, and you're gonna be a badass, and that's gonna be it. And like, I mean, how I many? Do other... Like that,
3: he's putting her on a pedestal, and like yeah. making. It, and I do think that. I think these movies are terrible. The ones I've seen, including this one. Sorry, spoiler alert. But I d- I do appreciate that. Like, there are very few like female led action yeah series. Right, this is one of them. I mean, that's cool on its own.
1: I mean, I can't even think okay. of another one except for like Tomb Raider, which is also video game based. Paul' wife stars
0: Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it stands for. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Acadia, she picks up this woman who... What's this Claire name? Claire Redfield. Oh, that's Claire. That's right. No, that's right. Yeah, Chris's sister. Claire has a fucking robotic spider on her chest that's making her go fucking nuts and attack. It's from
1: Resident Evil 5, the game, the spider.
0: And attack Alice. <laughs> we rip the spider off her chest, and we go down to L.A. in search of Acadia.
1: Yeah, um, or should we call or, it hell? Yeah. Hell, or, or going down the coast in search of survivors, and basically they find survivors, hold up at an old prison, and land the plane on the roof of uh, the prison in a daring stunt. Impressive. And um, was
3: that because I was confused? Is it because like the roof is not long enough? To be a proper runway, right? Like have to pull the yeah. the big wire out. Okay, yeah. Um,
0: Impressive that Mila was able to land that plane on that green screen herself.
3: And so
1: that's basically the the premise of the movie. We have uh, Mila and several other survivors holding out in a prison in L.A., surrounded by millions of zombies. And how are they going to get out? And does Acadia exist and can they find other survivors and, and, and make our country whole again?
0: <laughs> Acadia seems to be dead as fuck, but it's still broadcasting. There's still a transmission that's being heard right. occasionally.
1: And actually, well, I mean, it's not long after they get there that we realize Acadia is actually a ship and it's off of LA. So
0: that's spoiler room, bro. No, it's
1: no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh that's As soon as they get to the, sh- the prison, they find this out. So yeah. the, the mission, the premise of the movie is how are we going to get out of the prison with all our survivors, escape the zombies, make it to the coast, get on the ship, find other survivors.
3: This is it's the most fucking generic zombie movie plot ever. Every character fits into a very specific archetype. Yep. I would Not only would I rather be playing this than watching it, I'd rather be playing The Last of Us. <laughs> Well, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, I
0: would rather play The Last of Us than like most media I could consume. Like, That's I, not saying as, much. As soon
3: as like things finally settled into what this movie is, and we got to the prison, I was fucking checked out for almost the duration of the movie. I there mean, a few I good little like gory moments and weird creatures and stuff, but man, like what a by the numbers boilerplate plot we have here.
0: I do feel like the best stuff has already happened by the time you get to the prison, but I was not checked out. I was still entertained.
3: I could comment on the
2: six foot two basketball superstar who's featured, yeah. <laughs> who's featured on the Watch billboard. Wait, um, what?
3: Yeah, who w- was that?
2: Like, what? He, you, Chris said he's a character from. Earlier in the picture, the basketball guy who was on the billboard. Yeah. Who was disappointed that she didn't recognize him.
3: Well, but, like a lot of these people oh, in the prison are like Hollywood types, yeah. you know, I'm like the producer.
2: He's, yeah. I'm the producer. The the
3: Tom, Tom producer. Savini
2: looking guy. Yes. <laughs> oh
3: my god, I thought the same thing. Know,
2: why didn't they get Tom Savini? <laughs> so
0: <laughs> that was That's interesting that. because I think Anderson produced this movie and there was a lot that you definitely got the sense that Anderson was pissed off by was, producers yeah. of previous installments in the franchise yeah. and decided to uh Shyamalan style create a you know a very very thinly veiled representation of uh people who have pissed him off in real life thinly
3: veiled and thinly written and actually even thinly acted
1: yes yeah yeah but you know it's a zombie movie yeah. a, you know
3: i've seen better i've seen
2: worse yeah sure, sure. there's
0: a producer not- there's the producer's assistant there's right. a washed up actor There's a, uh, what other archetypes do we have in the present?
1: they give you enough where you don't know these characters, but you know a couple things about them, and you can keep them straight, and that's enough.
3: Yeah, one thing I can say about this movie I really liked is that I could keep the characters straight. (laughs) Whether or not (laughs) I cared about them, I knew who they were and what they represented. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, sometimes you're just looking for a thrill ride, Steven. You're not looking for deep characterization. You're just looking, you know, to see some fucking crazy-ass I mean, shit happen. If I'm looking for
3: that, I need to look elsewhere.
1: Sometimes you just want to see the most beautiful woman in the world <laughs> holding a shotgun in each hand. In your movie that you're directing. <laughs> blowing the heads off of things.
0: Chris, do you think Mila Jovovich is beautiful?
1: Yes.
3: Yes. What do you think of her voice? I would watch this with, with my... It's no. better than my voice no, I, right I, now. I, 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 I actually think it's quite similar. I watched this uh-huh. with my boyfriend, and he said multiple times... and he Okay, so he's from Indonesia, and apparently these movies were big there because there aren't a lot of cultural exports from the U.S. that make it there. Um, so he's seen this whole series. And in he, in he, Indonesia,
1: the, the guy who, who played the six-foot-two basketball star actually is a basketball star. <laughs>
3: All
1: right. Well, anyway, he
3: he found her voice to be very sexy, and I was thinking, like, it kind of sounds like she has strep throat or something. I don't. I don't. Care.
1: I I like that. You're I okay? mean, listen, this isn't a show about me and what I like.
3: Okay. <sighs> I mean, in a way, it is kind of a show about what the, the three contrary. of us like.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is turning into Howard Stern yeah, or something. This Y'all are over here like yeah. jerking off about Mila Jovovich's voice. This
3: isn't Howard Stern. <laughs> no, I just, I just really I thought her voice was very striking. I wondered if it struck anyone else. That's the only reason I brought it up.
0: Before before we were trying to figure out how her name was pronounced, and one of the first videos that comes up is a Letterman interview from, like, 90-something. And Letterman's like, uh, so we'd like to bring out tonight uh, the very beautiful and talented actress mila Yovovich, oh. and i was like oh my god that's so cringy and, and, and Welcome. y'all
3: over here like oh mila uh, uh. all i did was ask if you thought her voice was interesting because i thought it, it did not like seem to match her appearance and i thought it was kind of striking no no uh, it's i didn't a, expect her to have such like a, a deep bradley yeah, voice i like it. it's a striking voice, and it so works right. for an action character by the way that david letterman intro that's like every Craig Ferguson intro ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. it's so I, good. I, I like and probably
0: that. talking oh, shit on Craig yeah.
1: Ferguson? Are you calling Craig Ferguson a lech on, on this show?
3: I didn't say that. Oh, boy. I'm not going to. Alright. But I'm glad he's not doing late night TV anymore.
1: Oh. Okay, we'll settle that after the show. <laughs> Out of court. Craig Ferguson is like my favorite late night host.
0: I mean, I, I feel like that's every late night uh introduction of an oh, actress pre, like, 2000.
1: And you know what? Listen, 19, listen 16, listen. It's, 19, it's, yes. It's fair game. Listen, it's fair game when you're talking about someone whose primary career is being a fucking supermodel. You're allowed to say they look nice. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's just locker room talk. It's just locker talking room. Talking about talk. a, talking about a literal
1: supermodel, all right? This isn't this isn't like we brought fucking Greta Thunberg on the show. And said she was sexy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So many ways I want to go with that. I'm not going anywhere. The climate just changed in here. Yeah. um, So when is is Resident Evil uh, global warming coming out? (laughs) <laughs> we're living No, it. we've had
0: the final we're chapter. The, the most recent one was the final chapter. It's, there, are, there are no
1: more unless Chris directs
0: how many, one. How
3: many times has Phil Collins said it's the last tour? We're going to get another sequel.
1: Well, we're actually going to have to release the T-virus to stop global warming.
0: <laughs> Thanos over here. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. Well, I mean... <laughs> Listen. All right,
2: All right so fucking yeah! Those like Jesus, please!
0: <laughs> oh my God! Where are we? What's going on? It's somebody, somebody, right the ship here. Somebody. Starting
2: to get picked off one by one. Yes. Predictably, you, the cannon fodder. Yes. Sometimes
3: unpredictably
1: I didn't I, didn't, I mean it has sometimes it happens quick.
3: I uh, there are so many jump scares in this prison that are almost identical. There's a yeah. zombie creature that has like four sort of like winged looking tentacles that come out of its face and I swear to god that thing comes out of nowhere at least 5 times. Is in it this always movie. the same one? Not the same one but it's the it, same oh, like design okay. of creature. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about yeah. though?
2: But is not that the mutation though that
0: that's like the prototypical zombie in this franchise. Yeah. Isn't Is it, it? They all, like the thing know, with the four? Yeah,
3: they uh, all they all have that like a quiet place no. gene. No, I don't
1: know. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. There's a there's a variety of creatures in the franchise, but that
3: one design like shows up as a jump scare so yeah. many times in this that I started kind of laughing after a while. Mm. I thought it was amusing. Yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, there's some like uh, there's the part where they go into the flooded section, yeah. And there's the girl who goes with them, and she's like, "I'll go with you. I'm like swimming champion. 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 Yeah, great." And so it's like, "Oh, that's cool." They the washed-up actress. And <clears> then as <throat> soon as they um, surface, she gets killed by a zombie, and she's gone just like Murphed. that
2: never to return
0: never to return
3: did not expect that washed up in more ways than one
0: (laughs) (laughs) I sort of liked that that swimming sequence because I don't know probably it's probably just my own bullshit because I'm not good at swimming and I was like fuck how would I do that in real life? Like, how would I know my halfway point? Like would when die. would I turn? You to, would yeah, die. I would probably die. You would I, die. No, I literally, while I was watching the movie after that sequence, I like held my breath. Cause I was like, how long could I actually like hold out? It was not long.
1: The yeah. movie to watch about that is James Cameron's the abyss. Who? Who? James Cameron's The Abyss. Hey, did that. you
3: know, Chris, that The Abyss is streaming in H D on HBO right now? <gasps> like a new scan. Is it?
1: Yeah. That means it can't be far off before we get on Blue I think
3: True Lies is too, but you probably care about that a little bit less.
1: Yeah. I, I do, yeah. do need to watch True Lies again though. It's been I I haven't watched that one as an adult.
3: I like that one. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, the the, the abyss, though, plenty of harrowing scenes of breath holding and swimming mm. um, and, and something they do in the abyss, which you can do in real life, is to hyperventilate before you go for your swim, mm. which will allow you to, since you'll be overventilated or over oxygenated, it allows you to swim for longer. The downside is listeners don't do it you don't get the like i need to breathe sensation mm. you just black out and die mm.
3: well wasn't there a lot of that happening on the set of the abyss like i heard james cameron yeah. pushed everyone really oh, probably hard yeah and, uh...
1: probably but i mean so if you ever need to swim from point a to point b or you're going to die hyperventilate before you do it okay
3: I or know. watch, I mean, or I'll, watch probably, the abyss. I'll probably be hyperventilated from the <clears throat> chase that the, the zombie is giving me before I have to mm, maybe, water, so. maybe I, I always love I always love
0: when we have an opportunity to do dive facts with Chris
1: well that went on for so long they were holding their breath for so long in that sequence oh and my god seemed, I don't even
2: remember this but sequence. they all stop in the same place they the like all three of the people who dive they stop in the same place and then they they like shine around, their light yeah. and then they move on again if you were following people wouldn't you just kind of go along with them i mean <laughs> one would One would think.
1: But I was wondering if maybe it was
2: like supposed
1: to be like a scuba sequence or something because of the length of time that they were down there or they were going to like CGI something in and they didn't because it seems like they were down there for way longer than they should have been.
0: The more I'm thinking about this stretch of the movie, the more I'm realizing that this is where I really checked out. Because there's just kind of like business with them, like trying to figure out how to get out of the prison, and people like being sort of picked off. And
3: what about the super zombie though? Yeah, that guy. was
0: dope with yeah. the fucking hammer. That's from the, the games, meat, right? The, meat, the yeah. meat tenderizer.
3: He looked yeah. like something out of a Beksinski painting. He was horrifying. I
0: don't know who that I is, love but I, I is. believe well, look
3: he's... him up. He's like even more horrifying than Geeker.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, he's he's tall. He's like fucking what 10, 10, 12 feet tall, something like that. And he's carrying this just dragging behind him this giant axe slash meat tenderizer, as Bill said. And isn't that's a that's a character from the game?
1: Yeah, I haven't played it, but I think it's a boss in one of the games, like Resident Evil Three or something. Yeah, when he swings that fucking
3: hammer around. Yeah, okay. This is one reason I wished I had known this movie was in 3D before I saw it. Because even without the benefit of 3D glasses, like I was like wincing every time the hammer came at the screen. Mm. That mm. was the one sequence, like in the the fucking like sh- locker room or whatever that I that actually worked for me as an action sequence. It made me feel a little bit of terror.
0: Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the paddle ball? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, listen, House of Wax. Um, how about the popping eye from Friday the Thirteenth 3D? Mm,
0: oh my god! How about the oh my god. the juggling balls that come up into your face? Very scary. What about and Friday the Thirteenth? Are we talking about movies? <laughs> what <Well, laughs> well, about when the
1: reverse bear trap goes off on Jigsaw's wife and saw 3D? Horrifying. Yeah, it flies right at you in the theater.
0: Anyways, the fucking like producer steals the plane. I, we get to the boat, and then and what else is there to talk about? I, I, you know, I was stoked on this, and I'm all of a sudden realizing that I lost gas. I ran out of gas like halfway through this. Well, movie, look, it doesn't I feel like I'm running out of gas in the discussion. It doesn't matter what happened.
1: It. We'll go to the spoiler room in a minute, but I mean, that's your movie, right? You got you got zombie mayhem in action. It's it's been done before, sure. Has it been done with Milo Jovovich? Shooting people with a shotgun loaded with quarters for some reason.
2: <laughs> I thought that was like a Super Mario Brothers. It was a good thing, video like, game. Call like back. coins yeah. when they yeah. like Scott Pilgrim yeah. when yeah. they killed something like. Cha-ching!
3: she's uh, seemingly okay one thing I want to mention that does not need to be safe in the spoiler room another reason this film is very video game like is that no one ever reloads their weapons they're just firing constantly it feels like there are no stakes there's never a moment where I worry that if a character has a gun they're going to die
1: um well of Alice Alice, that's true and But that's what I like about Alice and what I like about watching these movies is because it's like, you know what? She's going to be fine. She's going to just fuck
3: everything up. No, and, but like, in this
1: I mean, day and age, it's nice to have a force of good that just can fuck everything people up. People
3: do die, but it doesn't feel like there are any stakes and I don't care if any of the other characters survive anyway because I know she's going to live and this is her story. Right. But it's funny in these scenes where like... It was funny to me anyway when there's like a thousand zombies coming at this group of people and they're firing at them that they're just like firing endlessly like kids playing with toy guns. Well, like, but I, I mean,
0: even it. Alice when she's like, so like in that scene where she jumps off the roof and then oh, right. runs through the zombies to get back into like the garage. She's she's firing like handguns. She always and has then two she,
3: guns. But Yeah, but
0: then she runs out of ammo and she right. throws them away and pulls the shotguns off her back dramatically. There are a lot of scenes of people Throwing and catching and yeah. shooting guns in slow mo in this, and it's great. I love it. Honestly, in three like, D, in three D, yeah. She says, and then really she and then she opens fire with the shotgun.
1: shotguns. Remember, yeah. remember the scene where they do all the swimming to get to the armory, and they find all the guns, and then they never they take any yeah. of the guns.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just grab a couple.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, there's so many fucking guns in there.
2: How about the um, bungee jump off the roof? Yeah. after putting the grenades or whatever and the entire rooftop full of zombies goes oh, up.
1: Yeah, this this movie completely plagiarized several movies. And I forget. It, I mean, that one was Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, very mm, clearly.
2: Mm.
1: Like, it had to have been <clears throat> deliberate.
0: My favorite Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> um <laughs> there were other parts where i was like oh this is a scene from some other the, I, the I can't place
2: movie, the that. whole movie was like that it was like a greatest hits
3: yeah but the it was fine hits of like a shitty 80s metal band. Greatest shit. well the matrix obviously <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the,
1: yeah. the shootout in the lobby of the umbrella oh, sure. corporation with the cements mm. coming off the walls it's yeah. matrix the bullet
2: bullet time bullet going time. past
3: yeah
1: yeah, I'm like, you know what, that's good. You know, God bless her.
0: Oh, here's one thing we forgot to mention. Like, here's here's one character who sort of registers, but only because I like this actor is is Chris Redfield. So the sister of the mechanical spider woman that Alice finds in Acadia. I mean the brother of of that woman. Um, is locked up in this prison. He's a cop who the prisoners uh, locked up, and now everybody thinks he's a criminal. And so there's this, you know, semi mystery about whether he's actually crazy or whether he's oh, actually I,
2: I was on, actually a
0: criminal. I didn't
2: trust him at all. Yeah.
0: Were it you on the other side? It wasn't
2: obvious at all that he was a good guy. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. I, I, they did that well. I thought, he, I was like, I could, oh, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, that's yeah. the other thing. Because he's uh, yeah. in the Silence of the right. Lambs box. Yeah. Um, and he, he is creepy, and I didn't know if he was going to be a good guy or not, so I was nervous when I let him out. So that played perfectly. Also, it played perfectly when he's like, you know what? Hell, Claire, I'm your brother Chris. And w- Claire doesn't know he's her brother, but I know because I know Chris Redfield is Claire Redfield's brother because I know the games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, and he looks, yeah, th- this guy's good. I'll vouch for this guy.
0: I mean, he he winds up becoming a protagonist Um and And i like I really like wentworth Miller, who plays him. He plays Captain Cold on the flash and is definitely a standout on the flash there 's a lot of very c tier uh, actors on the flash or d tier or below d tier but he just fucking brings it every time and has this like flamboyant um, sort of evil presence to him that I always find really enjoyable and he brought he didn't quite bring all of that in this movie but I just enjoy him in general.
2: He is your guy if you want to do a prison break cuz he was on the show Prison Break oh, was he? too. So okay. kinda get stereotyped as the uh, Prison Break guy. There you go. Who do we get? We have a Prison Break sequence. That guy. <laughs> get me Wentworth Miller. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well fuck. That's your movie. Yeah, do we screw, have anything else it. to say
0: about this shit before we go to the <laughs> Apparently spoiler Apparently not. Room?
3: Steven. Steven's
0: just already reviewing it. Right Jesus jumping Christ, right Steven. Do you have anything else to say?
3: Oh, my God. This movie is just like a, a, a gray, loud, boring mess of a video game that you can't actually play. I don't know what to say about it. You guys were talking about these characters. I don't remember who any of these people are except for Mila. I, I guess I couldn't keep them straight. I watched this two nights ago, and very little of it uh, has remained in my in my memory. Um, I can't even coherently give it a screw it. I just feel so um, dead inside thinking about it. Well, uh, it's terrible. Know, yeah,
0: I appreciate you uh, keeping a positive outlook, Chris.
1: I'll give it a Q. It's um, is it good? No, <laughs> um, it's it's not. It's probably not the worst zombie movie I've seen. I'm not a fan of the zombie movie genre in general, but if you're just using the zombies as an excuse to do some crazy action hijinks, fine. And again, because I've watched the other movies and I, because I'm familiar with the games, there was more for me to get invested in. Um, you know, if you don't watch it, you're missing nothing. But if you watch it, you might have some fun. Um, Yeah, you'd be better off watching Resident Evil Apocalypse, though. I guarantee it.
0: All right.
2: Bill? Uh, It won me over. I went in with a little trepidation, rolled my eyes a few times for the first 20 minutes or so, and then surrendered to it. Just uh, very derivative. Didn't take itself too seriously. Winning cast. Even the ones that checked out on cue. Uh, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it never want to see it again (laughs) but I thought it was a cut above in terms of just cheesy derivative B movie so would you view it cue it or screw it Uh, cue it would be don't
0: queue would be you just throw it in your netflix queue and like Uh, you know it's uh, you know how you scroll through the queue sometimes and you're like "Eh, yeah i've been thinking about watching that for a while it's sort of you like consign it to that status where you're not going to like view it right now but you'll think about it for like the next one to
1: five years like revolutionary road (laughs) it's in the queue am I going to watch it what an
2: incredible coincidence that's the movie I was just going to say reminds me of Revolutionary Road yeah I will go queue it on this one
1: all right Patrick would you view it queue it or screw it
0: Uh, I will go queue as well you know I there there was plenty of entertainment value in this Um, there are a lot of lots of zombie movies that I've seen that did a lot less for me than this and you know like Bill and, and Chris said a lot of fun action hijinks enough to string me along you know if it's fucking midnight and you're scrolling through the queue this might be the perfect thing to throw on and fall asleep halfway through
1: it's very enjoyable can you imagine if alice had been on the train to busan Mm. would have been a short i was
0: gonna say very short (laughs) 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 all right well it's about time for us to head down those stairs to the spoiler room but before we go I have to remind you all, as always, that we have merch. We have t shirts at uh, every horror movie on Netflix.com. Just click that merch store link, and a t shirt can be yours. Uh, follow us on your social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that bullshit. We're out there at AmonCast, E H M O N Cast. Uh, And also go to your uh, podcast provider of choice and give us a five-star review. It helps other people find the cast and uh, shows people that you love us, because we know you do.
1: Buy our merch so I can afford to get some antibiotics for my voice. Yeah,
0: Jesus Chris. (laughs) 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 Jesus Chris, he he needs it over here. All right, we're uh, heading down to the spoiler room. Uh, If you want to see how Resident Evil Afterlife ends on your own, go fucking watch it. Otherwise, we're going to spoil everything. We'll see you soon. All right, we are back. We are in the spoiler room, and it's time to spoil fucking everything about Resident Evil Afterlife. Um, I'm going to be the first to say, I don't remember what the fuck happens when they get to this fucking ship.
3: Oh, This is all I remember from this movie. Really? Oh my god, yeah, it's Set crazy. It they get to the ship. This is supposed to be like the sanctuary. <laughs> They've been misled before. Like they have, you know, they get there and this is it. This is Acadia. It's deserted. This is the supposed plane, to be
1: where we have the final remnant of the human race.
3: Yeah, and there's nothing going on. They see the plane right. that Mila was flying earlier, it's crashed. They start kinda looking around, sort of alien style, like just you know, deserted ship dead. random
1: PowerPoint of Lake Superior on the computer in the bridge.
3: <laughs> they yeah, they get to the computer and and they see that like the radio message is just being played on repeat. It's automated, and then they find another computer that says there are two thousand survivors aboard the ship.
0: Well, oh, right, right, they? right. Okay, I remember it all now. They're yes. down
3: below. And you know immediately in that moment, like I got aliens. Vibes More Mm. so than aliens. I I was mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, we can see they're crawling around. Like, these are not, these are not like, they're not helpful humans on this ship. They see a a
1: fucking, before, I mean, they they see a fucking Umbrella Corporation seal on the ship.
3: Well, they finally get to that. And then what kind of blew my mind is that randomly opens and they just willy nilly walk in. In, into the belly of the beast, like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. What's he what gonna do? Yeah, and then they get locked in. Of course, I was actually thinking about that as
0: I walked in. I was like, okay, these are all like military people, like law enforcement people. What's the protocol in that situation? Like, what, just they, all three of you walk in. Nobody's like covering the other one. No one decides to stay behind. I was, I was. I don't know. I, I would was, have been like. I was thinking around. too much about the real life logistics yeah. of I was that say, choice. You've
3: seen movies before, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I'll be fair. Like, if it were a video game and I didn't have the option to do like real world shit, like look around and see, like, are there? Is there like a mechanism to like open and close this thing on the outside myself? You're like, well, I guess I got to see what's happening in here for the big boss fight. So you walk in. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly like, what happened. Yeah. yeah, that's a very yeah. good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. it's if
1: it's you're playing a co-op game. You the two of you walk into the room. Nothing's gonna happen unless
3: you walk in the room yeah. too. You're ex- like in a video game. You're like, oh fuck, yes, finally. Yeah. In this movie, we're like, okay, we know it's bad. We don't know exactly what it is, but like, shouldn't they be a little bit more like cautious? Cautious? They're not. So yeah. we're in there. Turns out that they the umbrella has a bunch of humans that they've like put in like they've like cryogenically frozen or something. And they're storing them to eventually experiment on them or whatever.
0: And in this room, we find one of the biggest unexplained mysteries of this whole movie to me. You know, earlier I said, like, great exposition. I had all the information I needed. Who the fuck is Kmart? And why the (sighs) fuck is she called Kmart?
3: I know. That bothered me. That name was mentioned throughout the entire movie. The first couple of times, I was like, wait. Because I I watched it with subtitles. Because I watched it with my non-native English-speaking boyfriend. And I was like, wait. A couple of times with this somebody called Kmart,
2: but we met That's her in one of the flashbacks early in the movie, right? Expert, yes, I think. I yeah, think she's... we saw her like in the the flashback getting pulled out of the helicopter. Oh, into right. the helicopter. Or oh something. yeah, right. But, it was
0: still not enough for me to really no. get a sense of like who that person was right. or why. She seemed to be so beloved. And we still you know? don't know. No, no. Except and, Chris. And it's yeah. great.
1: Um this is this is the kind of like Is Kmart great... worth the hype? <laughs> This is like... Kmart's bankrupt
2: now, isn't it? So yeah, she's I think blue so. She's the yeah. special of the movie.
3: <laughs> oh!
0: Yes, this will be my
2: last appearance on the pod. <laughs> mm.
0: Oh, it's good guys. having you, Bill.
1: <laughs> this is a good example of the kind of very uh, economical character development oh that you God. get in these movies, where it's like, you know what? Here's just a couple things about this character that you can remember, and, and that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah. So in Resident Evil Extinction... Um, Kmart is one of the the survivors in Claire Redfield's convoy. They have like a Mad Max convoy going across the desert trying to stay alive. But
3: why Kmart? Wait,
0: yeah. Is is it like Catherine Martinez or something? No,
1: no. She introduces herself to Alice and says, I'm Kmart. And and Alice is like, aren't you closed? Why? (laughs) Why? Why? Why are you Kmart? And she's like, because I'm cheap and bankrupt. (laughs) I
3: thought you guys wanted an answer. Do you want an answer? Or do you just want a meme.
0: I do, but I mean these jokes are too good.
3: Uh. Oh yeah, they don't write themselves. we, yeah. got, we, got, yeah. we She, um, she says
1: I'm, they they found, they found me. They found me at a Kmart, so they, they call me Kmart. Okay. Uh, Kmart. And she's like, "Well, don't you don't you have a name?" And she's like, "I didn't like my old name.
3: <laughs> I prefer Kmart." <laughs> right. <laughs> hey Richard. No, I prefer Dick. So now she's just Kmart. <laughs>
1: But that's cute, right?
3: Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> there a Natalie Portman movie Chris. where she lives? She lives in a yeah. Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, yeah. They,
0: they, but, yeah but so they defrost Kmart. They
1: def- they they def- they bring her uh, out of bankruptcy. They, they put the microwave on Kmart and they put her in, and she thaws out. And um, she, she's kind of a non uh,
0: non Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like I felt kind th- of
1: like Kmart
0: now, after bankruptcy. I felt there was a lot of hype for this character Kmart that didn't really pay Um, off.
3: Was it just because we wanted to find a way to make sense of the nickname that we kept hearing? Probably,
0: yeah. Yeah. And also just the frequency with which we heard that nickname. It was like, oh, what do
3: you think Kmart is? Wouldn't it be funny if Kmart was played by Martha Stewart?
0: Yes. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if Kmart came out of deep storage and it was just a whole Kmart store on the ship?
3: That would have been great. Better movie. (laughs)
0: Alright, so anyways, they defrost all these fuckers. Wesker shows back up. It's basically
1: just a boss fight from there. Can Wes- we talk yeah. about Wesker, Wesker Like how
3: he's like so... Ob- like, obviously, they wanted Hugo Weaving.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? Oh, 100% I mean, he's, his, he's jawline, doing Mr. Anderson. Down yeah. his
3: jawline, like the glasses are the voice identical. Yeah. It's absurd.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to do fucking... What's his name? Agent Smith. Um, yeah, he shows back up even though his plane crashed. Why does he come back? I don't fucking remember. He's got T virus. He's got T virus. He's half. Whatever. He's half monster. He brings out a couple zombie dogs. A couple two headed
3: dogs. Which, by the way, can we close this episode with two headed dog?
0: I mean, wouldn't be the first time we ended with a Rocky Erickson song, but absolutely, I, Let's I keep think the we can. Going.
3: Yeah. yeah, we're
0: in, we're in charge of putting the music in the episode.
3: <laughs> we should be. All right, but yeah, so we get we finally we get the final boss battle and then he escapes on a plane and somehow inexplicably uh, Wait, is let's there some,
0: talk about the dogs. Oh, okay. The dogs were sweet. The I dogs mean,
3: are the best part of the movie. I mean, okay, in my they, opinion, the
0: the CG was not great, but also this is from what But 20, they're practical first though.
3: Like when you first see them, they look all fucked up before their heads like explode and there's like actually like makeup on the dogs. And I was like, no. That's cool.
0: Yeah. No. Yes. Those are CG. Well, you know Top what? to bottom.
1: This is a really good example of why film snobs like us need to stop fucking picking nits about whether something's CG or practical. We saw fucking dogs that look
3: good. This whole movie Who looks a like shit? this movie looks like like fucking Mila Yovich just sat in a chair and said her lines, and everything was CG around <laughs> her for the ninety minutes. Those dogs Except were real dogs. in a couple of the shots, and they had like makeup on when they were like when we see a wide shot, they have like shit on them. Like, oh, those dogs do not look well. And then eventually, we see the CG of their head splitting open, yeah. which looks like b- better than most of the special effects in the movie. I enjoyed it. It gave me John Carpenter's the Thing vibes.
0: Sure. I will will um, will have to review the tape, yeah. but I do not believe those were I, real dogs at yeah. any moment.
2: They tried to put like a Santa hat on a dog. <laughs> it doesn't go well. These are Hollywood dogs. <laughs> Hollywood, yeah. dogs. Hollywood dogs. dogs.
1: <laughs> Stay away from those dogs. Hollywood, Hollywood dogs.
0: <laughs> it was looking so nice. Yeah. All right, I'm fucking
3: Let's Whether or not they place. were practical, for one moment I believed it. Which means it I was giving
0: best. Steve chills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's um, give, give that a, man a seeker. Please move on. Um, uh, yeah, so she fights the dogs. She fights Wesker. Uh, <laughs>
2: plants a bomb uh, on his that's plane. That's about it. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. let
3: me let me let's break this down because this infuriated me. Yeah, he flies off. Yeah, right. Gets on his plane. Yeah, there are other planes in that hangar. There's not just the one. Am I right about this? Uh, I think it might just be one. All right. Well, anyway, he pushes the, you know, destruct facility button. Yeah. But he blows up. Then we go back, and apparently the bomb, the only bomb that can blow the entire thing up, is looks like it's like a first aid kit yeah. on the pillar <laughs> next to where the plane <laughs> was. emiliovich <laughs> had somehow managed to know that that was the bomb, put it on his plane without him knowing (laughs) know that he was going to escape on the plane when we already thought he was dead because we saw him die well the door closed and it was i don't understand alice used to work for umbrella and
1: that's
2: standard operating procedure at umbrella it said on the thing Mm. in case of bad guy escaping use you know break glass didn't it look like an
3: eeg or something though like yeah. or not EEG what am I talking about yeah. uh, the heart zapper that's EEG yeah oh EEG oh, yeah, yeah E-G. what do they call that a yeah it C- C- looked exactly C-Pap. like one of those no CPAP no. is something you sleep but <laughs> well, that's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to sleep with a heart zapper
0: no they call the like the thing the suitcase <laughs> a- that you keep A-E-D. at like yeah. a workplace A-E-D. 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 AED AED yes
3: that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. that's yes. the acronym yes AED yeah not CPAP Um. Chris saved the day anyway it was just like totally bizarre and I don't understand how that all shook down but I'm glad that the bad Zaddy was dead in the end. Yeah, <laughs> same or, or is same. he?
2: or is he? Yeah, I
3: mean, so probably he's... not. It's we know well, there, there was are two was more a sequels. Stinger.
2: I mean, there was a credit. Did you make it to the credits? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're getting
3: there. We're getting oh.
2: there. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't get there. Sorry. <sighs> oh well, that's why you feel that way about the movie. Oh, you didn't. See, you didn't, see, see, this, you didn't you see the see the stinger sequel. with the character who you wouldn't have cared anything about.
0: No, okay, so the the plane blows Fuck up me. the plane blows up, uh Alice, Chris, and Claire are left on K-Mart. the boat. and Kmart With and K. With all the survivors. Yeah. yeah. And umbrellas closing in on them. There's a bunch of fucking umbrella planes closing in on them. Yeah. Cut to credits, and then we see on the umbrella plane, who's this character? Yeah. Someone um, were supposed to go I, I saw this but I
1: didn't understand I didn't it. recognize I didn't her I didn't recognize her um the it's a care. it's Jill Valentine which was a character from Resident Evil Apocalypse and also a character in wait so she
0: was in one of the movies you saw but you didn't
1: recognize her yes because they had she looked very different because what they did is they put her in an outfit from the Resident Evil 5 video game oh. instead of the outfit we were used to seeing her very in confusing flared. And yeah, I hadn't seen her for two whole movies. Hmm.
3: Well, Um, okay, here's my and she's back
0: and she's evil and working for Umbrella now. She's mind control. This movie
3: just like falls apart in this final in the climax. All these planes descending on them, just fire, just open fire. This is easy. Your targets are right there. Destroy them. <laughs> well, it's discouraging
1: because I mean, supposedly this is the last chance of humanity on this boat, and Alice is a human now. In Resident Evil Three, she could have she could have destroyed all these helicopters with her mind.
3: Well, hold, that's I was just going to ask, and I thought about this earlier. If she's human now, and she can do everything she can do, which is amazing. What was she like when she oh, wasn't? She near? was unfuckwithable. I mean, she is in this movie, though. <laughs> mm, but to, like,
0: to uh, the Remember degree. psychic, the psychic, psychic powers, dude. Remember? Like, like, I know, right, but like, when does, right. does she
1: use them? Re- I don't re- even know what that remember looks like. Remember the scene where she was running across the rooftop and the hundreds of zombies are chasing her? she yeah. fighting with the shotguns? Yeah. Old Alice would have killed all of those zombies. Just like force blasts. Just uh, katanas. You name it. Mm. She would have been levitating she would have been
2: running up the walls like, like she was in the opening sequence
3: what if yeah. when she had all her powers
2: yeah i
0: feel would like have she's just... not
3: that much different after that sequence yeah. though
0: would have just stunned them all with her beauty yeah
3: <laughs> she would have just won their little zombie hearts <laughs> over with her yeah gorgeous smile
0: i mean here's the thing <laughs> that i'm realizing is i really chucked out probably as soon as we got to the prison which is funny because that's only oh. a, about a half hour into the movie <laughs>
3: Well, yes, next that. time, don't yeah. give me sh- shit about getting saying I'm getting checked out during the movie until we get to the end of the episode.
0: And there's not a lot of like real plot moving stuff that happens. Like we're talking about this climax and what really happens in this climax. I mean, Kmart comes back. I mean, Wesker comes back, but that's fairly really inconsequential. Nothing important.
1: Nothing that relates to the plot. It's all Easter eggs for people who give a shit about the games and set up yeah. and yeah.
0: set up for the next one. Which yeah. And and I say all this, and it sounds like I'm pissed. But it's not a criticism. It's it just adds that comic booky flavor to me. You yeah, know, it's just yeah. it's just another like little little yeah. installment. And, just and to send And I love a good you your soap
1: way. opera.
3: Yeah, uh, but like compared I to some context, a little bit of context yeah compared in soap to opera, like
1: Saw though. though. Like a Saw movie. You know, the thing I love about the Saw series is how it just goes down these stupid iterations of soap opera drama film after film after film yeah but you still the A plot is still coherent and wraps up and you're like okay that's what happened in in this story in the Saw universe now you're on the next one I don't understand what the hell the whole Wesker the Wesker stuff doesn't add anything to this it It doesn't it's
3: it's, it's very this movie's very baggy in places but I do understand like at least the A plot like makes sense and I don't feel like Wesker's even really part of the A plot like yes we do see him in the beginning of the film he does come back later but this is all about Jovovich finds like what is supposed to be the last like stronghold for humanity in North America and it's a lie and now they're in trouble the end wait for the sequel yeah that's it that's And this it. movie took me from A to B Mostly efficient, and, I would and say. then back to A. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I
0: <laughs> I feel like I dropped in for an episode of a TV show that I had never seen before, and I was like,
3: eh, "This is pretty I was like, entertaining." Why the fuck is this an hour and a half long? Yeah. Is this the holiday special? <laughs> uh, I
0: mean, no, that wasn't my thought. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I, I appreciate the episodic storytelling and that it's mostly self-contained and that. You know, I mean, even though I may complain about the way this wrapped up, now I'm like, I mean, I'm probably not going to watch the next one, but I'm also sort of curious about what happens next. I mean, if Resident Evil, whatever the fifth one is called, shows up on Netflix, eh,
1: I'm, I'm going to check it I'm going to make a point to, to watch the next it. one. I'm, I'm, in this, I'm in this franchise, in for a penny, and for a pound. I mean, I gave this
0: movie a cue it. I feel like this entire franchise is now a cue it for me. Like, if it shows up on any streaming service, and I'm bored Wait, and this is you're the only
3: one it? on Netflix right now
0: right? yes yeah and that's. so you're yeah.
3: saying if more pop up you're like well uh, I mean I Chris said the
0: second it. one is on HBO yep. I, I probably maybe might watch the second one yep. sometime in the next like couple of years and you can
3: watch them out of order doesn't if, matter right Oof. I would okay I would watch more of these if I was slightly intoxicated with one of you guys and that could be kind of fun let's do it tonight <laughs> no you mean you're not
2: intoxicated with all of us Steven? Who does not intoxicate you? There's only two Um, more. You mean mean other intoxicated?
3: I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm intoxicated by all of you. So afterlife, afterlife
1: is number four of six. So there's only two left to go. And the well, the final chapter got legitimately good reviews, apparently. It was
3: I don't all, think so. It was almost fresh on rotten tomatoes, I think.
1: Almost yeah. fresh. But, yeah. but everything else is at like 12, 20%.
3: No, they actually some of them weren't that
1: long. No, I looked at it. Some of them got the like
0: 0%.
1: Yeah, on Rotten tomatoes they got 36 20, 24, 22, 29, and then the last one got 37. Isn't that the, isn't that the Fibonacci sequence?
0: <laughs> 37 legitimately good reviews.
1: You know what? A 37 in horror is like a 73.
0: <laughs> you just reverse the numbers. Yep. All right, well, I feel like we've about fucking milked out what we have to say about Resident Evil. After I agree. I agree. I'm, yeah, I'm spent. So uh, I picked this one, which means it's Steven's turn to pick our next film, Steven Please tell us what
3: we're watching next. Well, we're going to go from watching a movie that, except for a few people in this group, has been universally decried as a piece of shit to a film that a lot of people consider a classic. Oh, really? Yeah. I think we're finally going to watch The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. which I know you haven't seen Yeah, I have not seen it, actually. It's increasingly rare that uh, quote-unquote classics you know, from before 1999 show up on Netflix. So I think it's time to seize the day and, uh, and see what you think of it. I look forward to seeing if it's all it's cracked up to be.
0: I'm super stoked for this because I mean, spoiler room shit i love this movie and you were thinking about doing it for the episode that i was not on a couple episodes ago and i was like no no no, no. wait until i'm there i want to see texas chainsaw again so i'm
1: stoked
3: and the fans know that i i love this movie i love toby hooper i named my cat after him
1: what (laughs) (laughs) we go from the from the la meat tenderizer massacre to the texas chainsaw massacre It's a beautiful thing It rhymes It makes sense I love it I'm here for it I'll be back next time
3: And you know I know know it's winter But dress for You know Late July in Texas (sighs) Put on your Daisy Dukes Put on your Daisy Dukes um, take your shirt and tie it up into a knot between your between your breasts, like they they used to do in the sixties and seventies. There's
0: been way too much horniness on this episode. Some, I'm starting uh, to be uncomfortable. I'm horny. What do you want me to do? You want you want to see some boobs, Steven? Get some, get
1: some barbecue <laughs> rub. Rub it on your body.
3: <laughs> Play some barbecue meat games. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, uh,
0: I'm going to cut the horniness short here and remind everyone to do the horniest thing you can possibly do and go buy one of our t shirts at every horror movie on Netflix.com in the merch store. Follow us at Amoncast, cast e h m o n cast on all your socials also a very horny thing that you can do and horniest of all rate us five stars on your uh, podcast uh, provider of choice oh. oh oh steven's turned on just by hearing the idea of you giving us a five star
3: salivating mm. in more ways than one
0: all right we're going to be back in uh two weeks as we tend to be with the texas chainsaw massacre and uh thanks for listening to us talk about resident evil afterlife today for every horror movie on Netflix, I'm Patrick. I'm Steven. I'm Chris. And thanks again, Bill, for well, joining us. Thank you, us. Bill. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. We'll see you next
1: time. We'll bring you on next time when we do Resident Evil Retribution. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <But> dream,
0: dreams <laughs> do come true. Guys, we got to get out of here. There's a bunch of umbrella warships uh, converging on us.
3: Oh, fuck. Bye.